nerds and astro nerds welcome to the witch switch today um bruno varuj it's <laughs> mr portugal he's the most portuguese person that i know right now that i'm hanging out with and it's virgo season and he is in fact a virgo so i've asked him to help me set myself up in terms of my youtube channel and getting organized and updating quality and in the process he's also rearranged my wires because it's so therapeutic for him he loves to organize right i mean i don't know that it's therapeutic maybe it's therapeutic i don't know i just i like organization i don't like chaos so okay if i see a web of cables i'm gonna want to make them look nice I also, I look, I also have a, a techie background. Mm-hmm. So for me, cable porn is a real thing. Like seeing cables very well organized and aligned is very satisfying. You ever see those satisfying videos on online like YouTube and things like that? You have satisfying videos and I get that same feeling from looking at well-organized cables just like that video i so i sent you yesterday where that lady like reorganized her kitchen and put everything oh yes that is that's very satisfying (laughs) that is very satisfying it's not that it's therapeutic right because when i'm doing it i don't i don't necessarily like the organizing i like at the end the feeling at the end the satisfying feeling of like Uh, ah zen feng shui Interesting. I always thought that it was therapeutic because in the process of you organizing, you're also maybe meditating or thinking about something else while you're doing it. But then maybe that's just me because that's what I do for everything. I'm, I always disassociate when I'm super focused on something. Mm. So it's like I put I, I know what I need to do and it's like I already tell my body what I need to do. And once it's doing it, I'm thinking of something else or imagining myself somewhere else than where I'm at. And then once I'm at the end, then it's like, oh, nice. But then it's like I'm not remembering how I got there at the same time, but I'm there. No, yeah, that's – I don't – during the process, I'm I'm a pretty lazy person too, so I don't want to have to do any of that shit. I don't want to have to fucking – I find that funny that you call yourself lazy. You just oh. rearranged all my cables to be super good. <laughs> like I had oh, everything I'm definitely everywhere. Lazy. I'm definitely lazy. That, well, and that's Lazy well. Here's the, here, that's the other thing too. Is like, if something is organized, it makes the rest of it makes your tasks easier, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it was Bill Gates who once said that if you want something done well, give it to a lazy person, or if you want something done, give it to a lazy person or something, because they're gonna find the easiest way to get it done. I see. Right. So organization makes things easier. Right? So if something is organized, it'll be easier to do later on. No, I totally get that. You know, I'm also trying to convince myself that maybe I should start creating more lists Mm. and getting myself to follow them because I always say, okay, I'm going to do this and this today. And I am the type of person who doesn't like rules, who doesn't really like. I mean, neither do I, though. I don't. But I have a hard time following it. I just rebel against it just because it's restrictive. Like, I don't, I don't like, um, it's, <laughs> I have like a, it's an inner conflict almost. Cause like, I like some structure, but I don't like structure at the same time, if that makes sense. 
I kind of like to go with the flow of things and stuff. Um, right. So I don't like rules and things like that. But at the same time, I don't like chaos. So I don't like things all over the place. Okay. I don't know. So you find a medium just for yourself, somewhere that meets I in the meet in the middle of not being chaotic, but not being too structured and. Yeah, I guess I don't know, and I do I do create lists one hundred percent. I create lists, and uh, especially to do lists, just because it helps me stay um, focused, helps me stay on course, and then I've learned already that I'm gonna make this to do list. But if I don't finish it, that's fine. No problem. And that's great that you say that because I know that it would bother, you know, I don't want to say just a Virgo, just anyone in general who feels the need to be so organized or have OCD or have some type of issue where things need to be fixated or done at a certain time. And sometimes you can't always complete tasks in a day. Sometimes things get, that's what it is. you know, if you get distracted or things take longer than you expect. An or, emergency pops up. Exactly. Someone calls you that needs something to be done, whatever. Or sometimes you're just tired and you don't feel like doing it and that's okay. Like I have a friend. Agreed. I have a friend who also, you know, she's a Virgo and we're going to stick to that because this is obviously an astrology podcast. <laughs> and sometimes she's like, you know, sometimes I, you know, I beat myself up or I get hard on myself because I know I need to do this and I can't do it. Or, mm-hmm. you know, I just end up not doing it. Like, for example, last week she she got herself on a workout routine and then she hasn't done it in the last couple of days because this happened and this happened. And then she has her family coming from different parts of the state. So, But she feels the need that she should at least find some way to fit it in there. Mm. And I tell her, you know, I try to tell her it's, it's okay to have a day off. Like you're doing other things. You're finding other ways to be active. Just because you're not following your routine doesn't mean you're not doing it. So I tell her, try to change your perspective. You're still being active but you're just not in the same way as you want it to be in your mind. But you're still running around. You're still walking to, to outlets or malls or whatever you're doing. You're out during the day with your siblings. You're not home doing nothing, you know? I, I don't know. I want to comment on that, but I don't have enough information, so I'm going to refrain. Are you sure? Why don't you just do yes. it anyway? No, I, look, I don't know why she didn't do it or... Oh, you wanted to go in that depth. Were you going to yeah. try to find a way for her to do it? Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. So basically for you, are you the type there's like no excuses if you want to do something, you just do it. You'll find the way to do it. I'm nodding my head. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so you're one of those. You're just you're just as annoying. <laughs> oh, I'm <laughs> very kidding. annoying. I'm so kidding. Very annoying. Well, you know, Look, at least I- you get what you get done though, right? I look I you know it's I'm a no excuses type of person so you know if I did it good if I didn't do it bad on me but I'm not gonna beat myself up too much over it you know all right like I didn't do it you know do better tomorrow that's it and do you usually do better the next day no sometimes I do better sometimes I don't it's a daily struggle you take one day at a time Okay, but then you just said you're a no excuses type of person, but you just gave yourself an excuse by saying it's okay, I don't have time. So where? No, 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 no. I didn't say it's okay, I don't have time. I said it's okay. Sometimes you do good, sometimes you do bad. Mm. It just is what it is. We're all human. Yeah. Well, that was the point I was trying to tell her or trying mm. to make with her. Sometimes you know you can't beat yourself up over it. Time passed already. Like you said, you try better yep. the next day. That's, that's it. it. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. You can't change. You can't change the past. So No, you can't. Sometimes you just got to be like, oh, whatever. You, you know? just have to, if you don't like whatever actions you took in the past, you have to figure out what you can do better to take those actions, I guess, or I don't know, try a different approach or whatever, or maybe you're just not into it, you know? Yeah. Like, I've noticed that. I've noticed where it was like, oh, I want to start doing this. And then I just never do it. And I'm like, I guess I really don't want to do it, you know? So let me stop saying I want to do it because I really don't want to do it. Yeah, it's and you know what? It's funny that you say that because I actually had that realization about yoga. I always mm. wanted to get into yoga. I always wanted to try it. I know I've done it before, but like try it to be more consistent. Yeah. And, you know, they say it, it does... It does wonders for you. It's really great for your mood and it balances you and it's just great for, you know, your body in general. But I just can't get myself to go to a class. Like I am I'm not really that physically active or, you know, I'm not into sports or, or being just active in general. I know it's so bad. Like I like to walk around a lot. Like I can walk for hours. When we got to Vegas, we walked eight miles our first day. And it was consistent between five to eight miles every day we were there. So I could do that. I could be on my feet all day. But to be like, to put my body in certain positions and poses and, you know, it's just <laughs> like, I, it's just no enjoyment. And Well, look, I, uh, I mean, I can say the same for yoga. And uh, it's not that I don't. It's just not a priority at the moment. And I think for that's me. that's what it is like, too. It's just not a priority. Yeah. It's just more like, yeah, I want to try it. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to stop convincing myself to try it because if I really want to, I'll do it. That's that's the perfect way to sum it all up for sure. Yeah. It's like even going to the gym and like, you know, toning my body up. Like I would like to do it, but I just have no interest for it right now. I don't have any kind of interest for quote unquote toning my body up. <laughs> um, I'm perfectly fine. You know, I do do some physical activity, right? Mm-hmm. I play sports. Um, oh, yeah. Play some soccer every Sunday morning, oh, which is who, great. Who do, you, who do you rep for all the Portuguese fans out there? Oh, geez. You really want to get into this? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, fine. So uh, I'm a huge huge Benfica fan mm-hmm. which is for anyone who's not familiar a Portuguese soccer team from Lisbon uh, definitely the best soccer team in the world <laughs> of course you would say that <laughs> you're gonna do for your birthday <clears throat> good question probably treated as any other day of my life which is what Nothing, just a normal day. Why? Celebrate life. I haven't celebrated since, uh, I think my 24th birthday was the last birthday I celebrated. Uh, My 25th birthday, I was depressed for like three days. Why? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Quarter life crisis, I guess. Oh my God, you thought way into it. Look, you know, I just, at 25, I was nowhere near where I wanted to be. And I'm just like, oh, fuck. No one's near. Like, I have so far to go still in life. And I'm already 25, a quarter of the way to 100. You just start getting all these thoughts in your head. Um, but whatever. It is what it is. I guess. But no one's really where they want to be at 25. 
I feel like no one's probably ever where they want to be ever. True, but, but I feel like as you get is. older, some people I would say or feel that they progress to where they were five, ten years ago, etc. You know, yeah. if you're lucky. But um, I mean, look, there's definitely you know you look back and there's <laughs> there's progress, but there's always that like maybe I could have done more, maybe if things had worked out differently, but. As we said earlier, you can't change the past. It is what it is. It is what it is. So, yeah, I have not celebrated any birthdays. I did think of doing, like, a huge thing for my 30th. And uh, it just didn't. It was just like, it's going to be too much work. And then organizing. And it was just too much. So I said, forget it. And people-pleasing. I'm sure too. Uh, no, I mean, I don't think it would be so much people pleasing. It would be more pleasing myself. You never planned a party in consideration of other people too. Mm, I don't. I don't think so. No, oh, good for you. I don't think I. It's always more around my own expectations. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I, <laughs> if I'm gonna do this, I wanna. I wanna fucking make this really big. Okay, because, you know, I found myself sometimes setting or organizing a party. I'm like, oh, maybe I should do it on this day, or if I want to do it here, what about everyone? Everyone has to drive here, and what about like, It's annoying, and then it's like, you and know you what? you say, I'm the overthinker? Come no, on. No, I never said, listen, I never said, I never said you were the overthinker. I oh, said, man. you just do it in a way where you overanalyze. Okay. I I overthink in terms of detail. Like I just okay, you know one of those bab- those Russian babushka dolls. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, how yeah, my yeah. mind works. Okay, really? you got from a, you know you got one babushka doll to the second, then you open more and more and more until you get to <laughs> it the just keeps go- yeah keeps going deeper and yeah, deeper. It's like yeah. Inception. <laughs> yeah, that's how my mind works. Like for me to understand a problem, mm-hmm. I have to keep processing and digging deep and like just basically nitpicking or whatever I have to do till I get to the root. Once I get to the root, then I'm able to understand the entire thing. It's mm. like my mind works backwards. It's like a funnel. Yeah, yeah. No, I get so it. That's really annoying you, sometimes. I see what you mean. Yeah. In math, oh, I hated math class. I remember one time I was solving a problem, and I got the answer, but I kept going. My teacher's like, you solved it already. I'm like, that's it? That's it? But how do you get this and this? And she's like... <laughs> you don't have to worry about yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> like it's, and I'm just like, oh yeah, this is why I hate this subject so much. But I like numbers. I don't. Numbers are absolute. Numbers are absolute and uh, organized. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm huge on spreadsheets. Huge on spreadsheets. So you know what? So I think that's that's what's different between you and I. Like you're more in the numbers the analytical mm. part so like mathematics i think in terms more of um science and like scientific method like hypotheses and all yeah. that like getting conclusions and that's how i like my mind to work that's how i try to, that's how i kind of treat astrology in a way when i break it down i didn't realize that until a couple of days ago actually so i'll talk more in detail about that one day but i don't have too much but i'm <laughs> i just i just convinced myself like i think i kind of solve problems or, or try to experiment on more of a scientific approach mm. but then i add philosophy um psychology and everything else in between too so i gotta organize that how i think i swear i think one day i'm gonna write a book do it right 
I have people's birth charts information and not, not that I do anything wicked with it, but I keep it <laughs> <laughs> like I ask people because some brujaria, <laughs> but it's more for like research yeah. for me. Like I keep yeah. it on an app that I have and it breaks down everyone's like um, birth charts, their houses, their aspects and like certain uh, their information, like numerology, how many elements they have in, in like a percentile. Um, the modality uh, percentages, all this stuff. And I start to correlate their certain things and, and relate them together. With like their life as it's happening? Not like as there's happening. Is, it's is personality. Like... It's personalities. I use astrology to understand people's personalities. Mm. Yeah, but like and you were saying that you keep people's birth stuff like on a their, – their birth dates on a uh... – like a, a spreadsheet or something? No, no, no. On an app. On an app. Like, I have it on an app. So for me to see all that. You have it written down. No. It's I'm on confused. it's on an app on my phone. So okay. I have this app and you put in the you put in your birth information mm-hmm. and it gives you the whole map. Not all a right. whole map, but it gives you like some some things about the person. And you have several different people's information yes, in there. Yes, yes. Okay. So I keep it, like I said, not to do anything bad with it, but sometimes right. for my own. So you're doing like a lifelong experiment, essentially. Yeah, and it's actually more for my <laughs> own pleasure, which is research even sick, and which is even sick. So I'm not gonna even. I'm not even college for this shit. I'm just basically just doing it for my own research and purposes. I mean, that's how uh, books are birthed sometimes yeah oh really it's just personal research (laughs) and it's virgo season and he is a virgo and And, uh we're just gonna be talking about some virgo tendencies and i have a question that i think would be really amusing okay to know when was the last time you judged or criticized someone or a situation last time i judged say this again judged Last time you judged or criticized someone or a situation? Probably like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly why I asked that question. <laughs> because that's all you guys really do. You're good at doing that. <laughs> yeah, but it's, you know, you do it for, at least for me. I Look, I can't speak for all Virgos, but at least for me, you know, I have that uh, thought and it's like a fleeting moment and then it passes and it's gone. Okay, so give me an example. Like, it's so is it something where you just notice a Drivers, detail? Drivers, driving on the road, I'll judge someone hard and <laughs> criticize them. Oh, and what? I'll, Based on what? For doing the wrong thing while they're driving. <laughs> like what? Like, like, like if, you're, if you're riding on, this is probably my biggest pet peeve. If you're riding the left lane and there's no cars in front of you and there's no cars to your right because you're not passing anyone, and there are cars behind you. Please get out of the way and move on to the right lane and allow the people behind you to move past you, right? So that's like a huge pet peeve of mine. And whenever I have to pass someone on the right, more times than not, I will be yelling at them in my head. I have sometimes given the lights and straight up honk at people. And if they do, still don't move, if they don't get the hint, I'll go around them and like semi cut them off or I'll honk at them or whatever. <laughs> I think it's worse when, you know, you're riding on the left lane and then there's someone on the right and then there's someone in front of you in the left lane and 
they're not speeding up so you can pass. Like, it's like these two cards are like right by each other. I think that is worse because then you're blocked in. But that's, I mean, in my opinion, that kind of feeds into the same energy as what I was saying. Like, as long as you're on the left lane and not passing, like, if you're not moving faster than the people on the right lane, there's no reason to be on the left lane at all. Mm -hmm. So I've been in your situation and that is definitely more infuriating yes. because you can't get pat you can't get through it now. But I think it just still is part of the pet peeve that just bothers the shit out of me. Real tendencies are there. I don't know. We already spoken about your organization skills. Um, we have perfectionism. Perfectionism. Yeah, it, like what is your idea of perfectionism? I don't know. Is it I in, don't even know, honestly. Is it more in terms of like its appeal, um, how straight things are, like a physical appear uh, appearance, or mm. is it more? No, no. I guess I guess just whatever in my mind is, you know, because someone's perfect is not someone else's perfect. So whatever in my mind would be considered perfect, because even I, you know what, even between Virgos, I think there's a different level of perfectionism. Yeah, there's always other standards. Everyone has their yeah. own standard. But, you know, I'm not saying, like, all Virgos have the same type of standards. It's just you guys you guys do things differently, but you're still, you still have this facade or this image of wanting things to be perfect. Mm. So just that by itself is what makes you all relatable. No, whatever for sure. that is behind it, that's that's personal to that person. For sure. So I think a lot of Virgos um, they seek perfection in even a lot of different areas. You know, certain things would bother or appease one Virgo in comparison to another. Like some Virgos love to see organization in a physical form, lining up everything alphabetical order or color coordinated. Mm -hmm. Some people seek profession, perfection in appearance. Like they feel that if someone is neat and clean and, you know, they're tidy, then that's their image of perfect. So it's whatever is reflected back at them in terms of perfection is how they mm -hmm. set that standard. So it's interesting to know what yours is. I, I mean, you, you gave those two examples and I can kind of see a little bit of, of both of those. Like I do like you know, straight lines. I like symmetry. I like straight lines. Um, so definitely the whole, like, the way something is organized, for sure. Uh, I think it, you kind of see that also in spreadsheets, like I was mentioning earlier. But uh, the what was the other example you gave? The other example is maybe in terms of, like, um, someone's appearance, like a physical appearance. Uh, I mean... Hmm. I guess not to as much of an extent, but obviously that that definitely counts as well. Mm -hmm. You know, like someone's appearance could also be part of the perf like the perfectionism, I guess. Like I'm just saying, uh, how am I saying it? Like I feel like Virgos, especially Virgo risings. Okay, so your rising sign, let me just put a little bit of info out there. Your rising sign is how you portray yourself to the outer world. So your self-image, how you perceive yourself to be a type of persona that you carry, right? So I noticed with Virgo rising, a lot of them are like very, they could either be very well 
put together, like hair combed to the side, like no flyaways, mm, uh, perfectly see. ironed shirts tucked in. Like I, I mean, look, I can definitely, uh, I can definitely associate with that for sure. But you know what? Like a good example is like the hair. I definitely like it to be like perfect, but I've learned to that my hair is not per. It's impossible to make perfect so i just come to terms with like fuck it it is what it is okay um but with clothes and everything i would say so like nice neat i don't know so are your are your clothes like not perfectly ironed but for the most part if you ever have to go somewhere where you have to dress up would you have to worry about ironing is everything like folded no. in a certain um, way where yeah no in if i had to go out everything is in pretty good order pretty good shape okay so you just pull out the drawer and just pop it on and that's it out of the closet (laughs) i mean normally if i'm going out like that you know you're gonna dress a little bit nicer so maybe some button-ups or something you know a suit and all of those articles of clothing are hanging for me so no no folds no creases okay Are your outfits color coordinated or is not, they're they're not, not that crazy? They're not. It's not that crazy. But they are. My t-shirts are organized a specific way. <laughs> what, now you got to tell me what the specific way is. So like I have a shelf for the v-necks. I have a shelf for the uh, single tone, single color tone t-shirts that are crew neck, meaning there's no graphics on them. Then I have one that is the t-shirts with the graphics on them then i have another t another uh shelf that's uh t-shirts that are like own brand Mm -hmm. meaning from when i uh had my uh clothing line so they're my own brand or like a friend of mine's um so that is that shelf and i have some other shelves that are just like whatever shelves but they all have like that one kind of organization. There's a purpose for every shelf, pretty much. I see. So okay. So you organize it by purpose. So you must you must wear a lot of t-shirts then for you to feel like you have to organize it to that extent. Uh, I do. I I mean, for you know, work is typically in a t-shirt for me. So uh, I have my graphic work t-shirt shelf. And then if I have to look a little bit more presentable in the t-shirt, I have that. I have either the v-neck version or the crew neck version of those shelves. So it does make it a little bit easier to, like, when I go to get dressed, I just know this is the kind of look that I want to have today. And I know where to go (laughs) in my shelves. Very good. Very good. That's cool. Let's see. But no color color coordination. No color coordination. All right. Well... Close enough. You're not doing it by colors. You're just doing it by... It's... Look, whatever... Whatever is going to make my life easier. Yeah. Optimize... Optimize my life. That's what I'm trying to do. Sometimes I feel like I have to fit that in my life, too, in some way. I don't know yet, but I feel like there's there's some need for organization somewhere. And I think it's also in terms of maybe things that I want to do within the day that I want to complete. Because sometimes I tend to push things off because I like having the freedom of not just doing it when I feel like doing it. Yeah. But as you're older, you realize you got to grow up a little bit. 
<laughs> so I'm coming to terms with that right now. And I'm like, yeah, I got to be more organized. I got to start, you know, putting a little effort into, you know. No, I, I uh, look, I always, I always try to find ways where I can organize or improve in some part of my life. Because, I mean, like I said, it's just like just trying to optimize my life as much as possible, make it easier for me. Right. And I think that goes back to what I was saying about maybe me being lazy because, like, I'm doing what I'm doing just to make my life easier mm-hmm. and so I could be more lazy. <laughs> That's a good goal. <laughs> I guess. You're still doing what you need to do while still getting your favorable outcome. That's that's a pretty good way, yeah. I guess when you put it that way. That's, that's for sure. I think it's the best way to think, to be honest, is just trying to find optimism in certain situations. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I agree. It's instead of just dwelling. Because oftentimes we all dwell on one thing, right? We get caught yeah. up and it's we have to remind ourselves to get out of those kind of thinking patterns. So, you know, if you can learn to adapt and, you know, to just have a little optimism, I think you'll always succeed. I agree. Oh, that's so cool. I just did a reading on myself and that's exactly what the card said. Like, as I perceived it to be and like, this is a good example. It's like one of those realizations I have sometimes. Mm. So I did my own card reading yesterday um, and and the, the foundation of the spread had these two cards that basically related to what I just talked about, which was the Five of Cups in the reverse and the Ace of Pentacles and it basically discusses how if the the cup it's the card itself is about dwelling on like cups that spilled losses that you have not realizing you still have two cups behind you kind of thing you know like basically like there's no there's no need to dwell like just look for different ways to do things or whatever be appreciative of what you have rather than what you don't and then when you have the ace of pentacles which is a money card next to it it's basically saying you'll succeed if you think that way so I just had an example of that right now. So, and I just rambled I on and on. I think people get lost. No, already. no, no, no. no. <laughs> uh, I mean, you were explaining, and I think you did pretty good. Uh, I I understood what you meant now. Um, and no, I, I think I get some of those. You get some of those realizations, like little epiphanies, I guess. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's a great way like to little, put it. Oh. I never thought that, yeah, I thought, think about it that way, for sure, it works. And they do feel like epiphanies for me, yeah. because then I get like, oh, wow, okay, I like that, I, you know, yeah, and it yeah, makes yeah. It, and you just get happy, you know, you just had a realization, you do feel like you're woke, or you feel like you're, <laughs> you feel like you're woke, <laughs> that's you know, funny. but yeah. the, I, like, that's what I think it means when I hear people say that, when you mm. have realizations, when you start to realize, open your eyes, and just be able to adapt. You know how many people there are that have the same way of thinking that they did for like X amount of years, 10 years, 20 years. Which is a little crazy to me. It is. It is. So I get really appreciative when I have these epiphanies, when I have these Mm. moments and I'm able to change my perspective or find optimism in something, something positive, you know? Yeah. We all need that. That's uh, interesting that you said it that way, that you find those epiphanies um like what 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 was the term you said you said like you're kind of like you're glad to have those epiphanies yeah you appreciate that there you go like the appreciating the epiphanies i never really thought about it that way to me it was just like perfectly normal to have that 
I don't. It, I don't even think it's something to be appreciative of because I just figured that every person would have that. You know what I mean? Mm, I mean, I've met people mm. that have not. That's interesting. Never really thought about that actually. But then it goes to say, like you know, obviously, there's there's another little epiphany. Yeah. Right? Well, there you go. <laughs> there's there another you little go. epiphany. There you go. I don't know. I just always like to basically remind myself that I'm doing the best that I can and mm-hmm. to take whatever that I've learned or realized or reflect on as some sort of win somewhere. Yeah. You know? No, I, I think uh, I can agree with that as well. You know, just try to stay positive. Find the silver linings, right? Yeah. Just try to find the silver linings every day. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. That's life. You know, we're just trying to get by. <laughs> <laughs> that got real deep right there real quick <laughs> oh sometimes the the way my mind goes i overthink and think in such deep thought that sometimes i've been finding it hard to be relatable with people lately hmm, interesting why do you feel that i feel like sometimes the way i see things or perceive things is is a lot deeper than most and they seem and i'm starting to realize that i'm People are seeing me in a way that I feel like it's kind of, I don't know about negative, but I feel like I've been put in situations where I've been misunderstood entirely. Mm. And it's crazy how some people perceive things so differently than I do. That when I'm coming off one way, they're taking it entirely different. And I'm just like trying to find where I went wrong. And then once I get in this place where I feel like I did something wrong, I'm like, wait a minute. It takes two to tangle. Why am I taking yeah. all the blame here? You know what I'm saying? So I'm. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, that's a habit that I that I got myself in when I was very young, mm. because of what we discussed right, earlier. Right. So now I'm trying to break those kind of habits and that thinking pattern, and in retrospect, changing my entire reality and how I perceive myself and my world. Because I started realizing that once I changed my perspective, mm-hmm. like you said. My whole day is better and I feel like, you know, yeah. but I feel like it's something I have to do consistently, though. And I mean, I also think you were talking about how someone perceives you. I a, a very big believer that people perceive perceive other people. The, well, OK, how do I the way they perceive other people is a mirror of themselves. Yes. And you I know was, what I mean? And I've been mirrors for people. So, you know. The way someone perceives you is not your problem. You know, you just got to keep doing what you think is best. And people are going to perceive you the way they either want to or think you are. Or they're just mirroring their inner thoughts to out yes, to you. Yes. You know? And that's exactly how I've been seeing it. Because in the end, you ha- I have good intentions. I never go out of my way to scheme, plot, get to anyone, take anything from anyone. That's just not me. I just have no purpose to do that. Anything I want, I can achieve. Mm-hmm. You know, um, for me, where we are, this is a perfect example. So when people perceive me in a very negative way, that it's kind of like, well, you know what? That's obviously a reflection on you. And I see it as a reflection on them. Because yeah. a lot of times people tell on themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll say, oh, I don't like this or that. Or you're, 
this person, that person, whatever, and mm-hmm. they're actually portraying that character right in front of me. <laughs> so it's like, no, yeah. and I see right through it. Like and A lot of hypocritical stuff as well. Yeah, or it comes back to them where they're in a situation that they say they'd never be in and or they'll yeah. never act in and they end up doing it. So that's why I find it comical. But um, I actually lost I my train of thought. I don't know <laughs> why we were talking about this. <laughs> I forgot it as well, but... I, I agree. I agree with what you were saying. Um, there's huge possibilities. You never know what's right. You never know. Uh, I used this example in a conversation uh, a few weeks ago, which was something along the lines of like, you know, we think society normally thinks something is impossible. And then once someone has the thought process of saying it's not impossible it is possible Mm -hmm. and sets their mind to it as soon as that person achieves that everyone else's perception changes completely like the whole world's perception so you see this a lot in the olympics with record breakers right the average person says okay you know it is physically impossible for the the mile to be run faster than this time right so no matter how fast they run they never beat that time but then you have someone who does not have that mindset they tell themselves that like no i can go faster and they're able to beat that record right and then a few years after they beat that record all the other athletes start catching up to that that same time those same athletes who thought it was impossible to achieve those times they're now achieving those times because someone else it's like that person reached it first and the other people are now going like oh shoot if it's possible this person made it i can do it too you know like that was a limiting belief i had so when you think about that and you start going like how many of these limiting beliefs do we have that we don't even know about, you know? Like, what if there's something that's that hasn't been done by a human being yet only because we think it can't be done, not necessarily because it really can't be done? You know what? There's There's another thing. Like, how do we know that we can't communicate without words, right? I think we can. That's happened before. That actually happened um, when I was in uh, my trip. So look, you know, and, and maybe it's just a piece. We think this is like a tough concept to like speak about and put out there. But it's like we think that the only way for us to communicate is through words, the vocal vibrations in our throat. Mm-hmm. Right. So what if two people are able to truly and honestly believe that they can communicate some other way that we don't know, whatever that way is, some other way besides moving our vocal cords, right? And they're able to achieve it. So like, let's say, I don't know, for to, to use a concept that can be grasped by the human person in this physical world, let's say telepathy, right? They're able to, using telepathy, communicate with each other. So they don't have to talk. They don't have to do anything. They're just from one brain to the other, right? 
And if then they are able to um, to uh, um, change everyone else's mind and everyone's perception to believe that they can also do that and then start learning how to do that and then the whole race it mo progresses, moves forward because of this, right? Yeah, but then we have... So, I... Oh, man, I forgot... Oh, Sorry. God, I forgot where I was getting with my point. It was not your fault. I was getting to... I feel like it, it was the whole. It's it's just the whole limitation. Like that's the what I was about limitations to say. It's the limitation, thing. but I think it's a limitation in terms of like. I mean, this is a conversation for another time, but like the government and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. They put these things out there for us so we don't progress mm. because it's just a rat race. Basically, it's in the end, it's all about class and money, and you know they I'm don't want even, people to get ahead. I feel that way. But I'm not even way. saying that. I'm not. You're. You're. I'm saying outside of what we even know in the physical world mm. outside of what we even know in the physical world like we don't i don't know i, I just can't explain it right now thinking yeah. yeah all right well we're gonna wrap it up and we will save this for another time but definitely for interesting sure. thank you for joining thank you for having me oh.